Leveling up. Extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up. Today I have a chemistry lesson for you. But before you dive off, before you nod off, before you go and do something far more interesting, let me tell you this is a chemistry lesson that you absolutely do not want to miss, especially if at the moment you're feeling a little bit under the weather, you feel a little bit up against it, you're starting to feel the pressure creeping in, maybe you're feeling stressed, anxious, maybe you're starting to feel like you're on the brink of depression and feeling low. If your mood is not where you want it to be, if you're not feeling great, then this is the episode that's going to help you get on top of that. Welcome to the Leaven Up podcast with me, Joel Swift from Bigger, Brighter, Boulder. The Leaven Up podcast is here to give you the personal development, the entrepreneurial development and the business growth that you, the ambitious business owner, desires. I'm here to give you the inspiration, the motivation, but above all else, as always, to challenge your aspirations to take you and your business to the next level. Don't forget, subscribe and never miss an episode. Today, we're going to be looking at three hormones that play significant roles in your mood, in your well-being, how you feel in any given moment on any given day. We're going to be looking at serotonin, we're going to be looking at dopamine, and we're going to be looking at oxytocin. If you have these three flowing through your bloodstream, you have no other choice than to be absolutely buzzing. You're going to be high. You're going to be feeling good. You're going to be in a great place. The truth of the matter is, however, if we get an imbalance in any of these three hormones, then we can start to lose our way. We can start to lose our mojo. We can start to feel depressed, anxious. We can lose our sense of well-being. So we're going to kick off this big three with oxytocin. Oxytocin is sometimes referred to as the love hormone because it's the hormone that gets triggered when we're in love, when we're touched, when we're stroked, when we're caressed, when we have sex. And as you can imagine, those things feel pretty damn good. And therefore, of course, if we have oxytocin firing in our bloodstreams, we're having a pretty good time. However, oxytocin isn't just triggered and released when we're having intimate moments. Actually, we can trigger oxytocin just by working in collaborations, working in teams, working as part of a team. It all goes in and fires off this oxytocin. Now, of course, you might not have the same fuzzy feel-good factor as you would do sharing an intimate moment with your beloved partner. But let's be honest, we don't want to walk around in that kind of orgasmic state all day. Look, maybe you do, but it's probably not particularly conducive. What we want to do is we want the feel-good vibes, the fluffy vibes, that nice, squishy feeling that we get from this hormone, this compound. So... If we're a loner and we're doing everything alone and we're not sharing our experience with anybody and we're not letting anyone in to what we're doing, if we don't feel like we belong to something, if we don't believe we're working together towards a common goal, then we're going to struggle to have this oxytocin feeling other than in the aforementioned situations. Now, whilst I'm all for the aforementioned situations and I strongly encourage you to have as much of that as you possibly can because it is an absolute stress buster, proven. 
you're not just going to feel better in the moment. It's actually going to have a longer lasting effect and you're going to feel better for longer. We also want to bring that feeling into our work in life and we can do that through collaboration and shared experience. So my first tip for you today to trigger that oxytocin, apart from having a lot more sex, is actually to share the experience of life with others. Share your work with others. If you are a natural loner, a lone wolf, that's fine. I'm a little bit of one myself. However, if we cut ourselves off from people altogether, we're missing out on a huge opportunity for that oxytocin release. And if we're not getting the oxytocin release, then again, you know, we're kind of fighting this uphill battle because we want our chemistry set, our biology on our side. We want to feel the way we need to feel in order to be engaged in what we're doing, to be motivated, and again, to ward off the stress and the anxiety, maybe in the depression that can be creeping in, especially when so many of us are going through the situations and having the experiences that we're having right now, whether that's through lockdown, whether that's through challenging times with your family, or maybe with your business, you want to have serotonin in your bloodstream. Do what you can in order to boost that. Moving on to serotonin. Now, serotonin, you're probably aware of serotonin if you or anyone you know has suffered with depression. It's very well noted now, the link between serotonin levels and your overall mood. And of course, if you suffer with consistently low serotonin, then it's possible you're going to be experiencing full-on depression. One of the ways they treat depression is by boosting serotonin release. So there's a whole host of benefits to having serotonin coursing through your veins from a boosted mood to increase self-esteem. It's going to ward off the anxiety. It's going to help ward off any feelings of depression. It's going to keep you feeling better about life, about what you're doing and about yourself. And of course, it's going to help you keep fully engaged in those things. But before you go running off to your doctors, demanding antidepressants and serotonin, there's other things we can do to get that serotonin release. One of the quickest ways of boosting serotonin is through taking exercise, is by moving. So serotonin gets fired in cycles. And when you're just sitting in a chair, lazing around, maybe you're sitting at your desk all day long, or in the evening, you're just sitting in your armchair watching TV, serotonin's firing at about three cycles per second. However, the moment you get up and start moving around, it goes up to five cycles per second. So just the act of standing and walking around rather than sitting down is already elevating your serotonin levels. The truth of the matter is we have all become couch potatoes. We work from home now. We don't even do the commute anymore. And even if you do do the commute, you're probably sitting down during your commute. You might go for a walk here and there. You might even go to the gym every now and again. And all of that's great. However, A lot of us, our general day-to-day movement is pretty lacking and most of us live a pretty sedentary life. So one of the things you can do straight away, immediately, even now while you're listening to this podcast, is you can get up, stand up, move about. You will go off and run a marathon. You literally stand up and start moving about and you go from three cycles per second to five cycles per second just by doing that alone. Maybe make a commitment that During phone calls, instead of sitting down at your desk or your kitchen table or wherever you might be, even in your office, you actually stand up and take that call. And don't just stand up there and stand like a static tree or something. You know, just move around. Just mooch around the room, mooch around the house. If the weather's decent, mooch around the garden while you're on that phone call. It will all help top up those serotonin levels. 
Now, I said a minute ago, you don't have to go to gym and go and do a massive workout. However, it's been proven that if you do partake in much more intense exercise, then it does have a profound impact on your serotonin levels. In fact, it has been suggested through certain studies that you can get the same benefit from going for a run as you might do taking antidepressants. Now, for goodness sake, do not take anything I'm saying here as medical advice, and you definitely want to make sure you're talking to your doctor about those things. But research and studies have shown that the positive effect of going for a run is similar and can be similar to taking antidepressants. So again, you want to maybe take up some form of exercise if you're not doing so already. You want to have a baseline of activity. So rather than sitting around sedentary all day long, you want to get up, move about regularly, go for a wander. When you're on the phone, go for a wander around the garden and generally just moving more. But you want to punctuate that activity with more intense exercise. Again, this is not advice on what you should do or shouldn't do. If you feel that you need to go and seek some professional advice before you undertake any kind of exercise regime, of course you should do. I'm just talking about the effects on your biochemistry on this hormone serotonin when you start to exercise. I do encourage you, by the way, if you don't like exercising, then find a way of moving that is more fun for you. So if you hate the gym, don't go and get a gym membership. If you hate running, don't start running. Make life easier on yourself by doing something you do enjoy. Horse riding, swimming, rock climbing, going for a longer walk, all these things, okay, they will give you a boost in serotonin. We know, of course, they're also going to be good for your mindset. They're going to be good for your overall emotional well-being. Of course, they're going to be good for your overall health. So if you want increased levels of serotonin and get all of the benefits that that will give you from raising your mood, raising your self-esteem, then you just need to start moving more. And you can do that very easily and you can do that immediately and you can do it on and off throughout the whole day. Rather than thinking after going for a massive run in the evening, just be more active during the day, stand a little bit more, move around a little bit more. Anything like that will help circulate that serotonin a little bit better. It will take it from three cycles to five cycles just by standing up and moving around gently a little bit and it will go through the roof when you exercise. Those benefits you'll get, by the way, aren't just for while you're exercising or while you're moving around, of course. They do have an effect beyond that, which means if you're consistently moving more, consistently undertaking exercise, then you'll consistently be getting the benefits of increased serotonin. Let's finish off by looking at dopamine. Dopamine is the daddy of hormones. It's the one that gives you that huge buzz. It's the one that makes you feel like a winner, like a star, makes you feel like a god. Uh, dopamine is what you get when you complete a task, when you achieve something. And the greater the sense of achievement, the greater the release of dopamine. When you see footballers score a goal and they backflip and they jump around and scream and behave all kinds of manner of ways, that's dopamine there you're witnessing. When you see your kids on a roller coaster and they're buzzing and they're screaming and they come off and they're bouncing around, that's dopamine. When you get that big sale in, when you do that great presentation and you come out and you just feel great about yourself, that is dopamine. Dopamine is incredibly addictive. Now, we can get dopamine through all manner of negative ways, by the way. Cocaine, massive hits of dopamine. No wonder that people get hooked on that stuff. There are, however, much more natural ways that we 
can create dopamine or we can get more dopamine released within us. Many of us, we work really hard and we never take stock of our victories. We never give ourselves time to truly celebrate. We don't blow our own trumpet, bang our own drum. We tend to just write off what we're doing. And if something goes wrong, we beat ourselves up. And if something goes good, we kind of ignore it. We want to have those mini victories. So this isn't about giving yourself a whole massive fanfare every time you just get out of bed or make yourself a cup of tea. This is about acknowledging those small wins throughout the day, feeling good about all those small wins. And then when you get the big wins, it's celebrating. It's really allowing yourself to feel that chemistry set, to feel those hormones raging through your body. It doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be the same as a roller coaster or scoring the winning goal in the World Cup final. It just needs to be a boost to your dopamine. Now, you've had dopamine because you know what I'm talking about now. It's a really great compound. How dopamine works isn't that you want it consistently running through your bloodstream. In fact, if you had dopamine nonstop running through your bloodstream, it would be exhausting, okay? What you want from dopamine is the hook. You want the craving. So you want to be desiring dopamine, not you so much as your unconscious. When people talk about adrenaline junkies, it's the dopamine hit is really what they're talking about. They jump off of a building, they nearly die, but they don't die. And then they succeed at something that they didn't think they would succeed at. It's a huge challenge. They get a massive hit of dopamine. Dopamine does not last very long in your bloodstream. Not surprisingly, because it's so intense. But what happens is you can become a little addict to dopamine because once you get that hit of dopamine and you get that hit again, just like someone that wants the next hit of cocaine or the next hit of some other drug, your unconscious can become a little bit of an addict looking for that next fix. And what that means is when you're looking for that hit of dopamine, your unconscious will push you and challenge you into taking the action that's going to give you that feeling. In an adrenaline junkie, it pushes them to take increasing risks. It pushes them to do the next daredevil thing. They don't get the hit anymore just by doing a normal parachute jump. You know, now they have to do it without a parachute and they have to throw a parachute out and find that parachute on the way down, put the parachute on and then land in the sea, which is full of sharks. That's how they get their hit because they're always seeking the next layer of hit. Now, we don't want to be like that. It's a reckless way of living. These guys typically don't live very long. What we want, however, is we want our unconscious to be mindful of the hit that's out there for it. And because of that, it will encourage us and push us to get that next fix. So instead of sitting back and thinking, what's the point? The unconscious is thinking, well, if we land this, we're going to get that hit. We're going to feel good. If we do this, then we're going to get that next fix. If I achieve this, if I, you know, dare myself to do something, if I acknowledge my success, if I acknowledge my win, then I'm going to get this incredible feeling. And that reward, that promise of reward is what pulls you forward and pulls you into taking action. As well, of course, it feels great for the short period of time that you're having that dopamine release. When you bring all three of these hormone compounds into your daily life, you can see how you're having a much better experience of life. Dopamine gives you that big reward feeling. It's also the carrot, you know, that dangles in front of your unconscious that says, come on, Pick up your game, go and do something great because then you're going to feel good. You've got your serotonin, your serotonin, which just lifts your mood and makes you feel better about life, makes you feel better about yourself. 
And then you've got your oxytocin, your oxytocin that makes you just feel good and fluffy and buzzy and it makes you want to collaborate and it makes you want to work alongside other people. So we can trigger these things just by having collaborative working, standing up a little bit more, moving around a little bit more, acknowledging our wins, our victories, our successes, allowing ourselves to feel good. And if we boost these things, then we're pushing out the darkness, we're pushing out the anxiety, we're pushing out the stress, and we're pushing out any feelings of depression that might be creeping in. This is a chemistry lesson, a biochemistry lesson that you absolutely need to be mindful of. If you're buzzing, if you're feeling great, if you're absolutely rocking and rolling, then good for you, then absolutely great. However, do not underestimate the subliminal impacts of isolation, the subliminal impacts of not working alongside co-workers, not having the connection that maybe you used to have, the hug, the handshake, the touch. These things, they can have a profound impact on our mental well-being and our mood. If we don't pay attention to how we're feeling, they can creep in through the back door. Nobody woke up one day and was just instantaneously depressed as far as I know it. It creeps in over time. And if we don't see it, we can't ward it off. And before you know it, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling low, you've got stress, you've got anxiety. And if you're fueled on stress and anxiety and depression, you don't want to stand up and move about. You don't want to do exercise. You don't want to hang out with people. You don't want to work with people. You want to shut yourself away. You want to shut the window, shut the curtains, stay in your bed, stay in your bedroom. And these are completely opposite to what you actually need. And it makes sense. If dopamine, serotonin and oxytocin are the things that make you feel good, it stands to reason that when you're lacking that chemistry set, that you're going to feel low and it stands to reason that your natural inclination is to go against that. So if you're not feeling good, you don't have any reward in your life. You don't get the dopamine. It's like, mm, whatever. If you're feeling depressed and low, you don't want to be around people. So you don't get the boost of oxytocin. And if you're feeling depressed and miserable, you don't want to get up and move. You don't want to exercise. You don't want to get outside. And therefore, of course, it builds back into the feeling low and feeling depressed. So actually, what we have to do is we have to do the opposite of what the lack of those chemical compounds make us want to do or manipulate us to do or not do in order to get the release of those chemical compounds. If we're lacking serotonin, we don't want to move. And therefore, we have no opportunity to boost serotonin. We have to go against how we feel when we lack serotonin, in order to boost that serotonin. It makes sense. It's the antidote. But it's much easier if we maintain our levels of these hormones before we get to a point where we're deficient in them, because then we're just going to have to fight ourselves much, much harder. So even if you're feeling great right now, if you're feeling awesome right now, heed what I've said in this episode, because if you implement some of the stuff we've been talking about here, it's going to be far easier for you to maintain those high levels of those hormones. Awesome, guys. Thank you for listening. These three chemical compounds, these three hormones are absolutely essential for our well-being. They're absolutely essential for our mood. And of course, that's going to knock on to our productivity and onto our performance, as well as contributing to a much better experience of life. If you feel your life lacks the necessary stimuli to give you the necessary releases of these three hormones, 
then why not consider looking at our success groups? Serotonin is released when you collaborate, when you work together, when you're in teams. We are a team of like-minded business owners all working to the common goal. The common goal, which is to significantly grow our businesses. Whether you're just starting out, whether you're building your business towards 100K in turnover, or whether you've already broken 100 or multiple hundreds in turnover, and you want to scale that business to the next level. We have groups of individuals just like you waiting for you to join them. Within that, We have goal setting. Within goal setting, we celebrate our achievements and we celebrate our successes. That will give you your dopamine hit. Given the community, given the goal setting, the accountability, given the support, given the celebration that we do when people succeed, when we acknowledge people's success and people's growth, the ideas, the contribution, the support that we have, when we help people pick themselves up when they've been knocked down and we hold them up high and celebrate with them when they succeed. It's not surprising that people across success groups and our members are simply happier than those people that we typically find external to the group. Last year through quite possibly the most challenging year any of us are going to have in business, we had unprecedented levels of success. We came together, we joined together, we collaborated together and ultimately we celebrated together as business owners had unprecedented levels of success despite being up against it and despite all of the odds. If you want to know a little bit more about what we're doing, then please go and check us out at biggerbrighterbolder.co.uk. If you're ready for a conversation, my partner in life and in business, Tracy Miller, would love to speak to you and just talk you through how we might be able to support you on your ongoing endeavor to grow your business. I'll drop the links in the descriptions of this episode. I'll also put some other links to some other resources to help you on your ongoing journey of entrepreneurial success. I will see you next time. Until then, as always, be successful. Leveling up, extreme business growth through raising your game. When what was once extraordinary becomes ordinary, you know you've leveled up.